This is Pat Soundbites Unplugged. Unplugged. The podcast where all the artists go to tell it as it is. Careers, music, tours, and more. And here's your host, the man that refuses to eat squid, Pat Calamari. Well, hello, Pat Calamari here. Welcome to Pat Soundbites Unplugged. Podcast episode number 29. We're moving right along. Happy Wednesday, or as they say, hump day for January 15th, 2020. You know, at midnight tonight completes two full months since I lost launched this podcast. And the download numbers have scored. Not doubled, but they have, you know, just flying off the charts. Thank you for all your support. Please do not hesitate to provide me with your comments, good or bad. Yesterday, thank my good guy, little Rob, kind of adopted son of ours, who gave me a jingle, provide some positive feedback and ideas to help improve the podcast. And uh, that really put a big smile on my face. And I will certainly add some of his ideas and changes to make Pat's Sound Bites Unplugged the best that it can be. Please continue to share with all your music friends. Again, thank you. I enjoy doing these shows. I spend a good hour or more on my prep work, on my artist interviews, as I call them, chats. And uh, I take them extremely seriously, Um, especially when an artist gives up their time, some of their time for me. I mean, I pinch myself going, is this really happening? I am who I am, no bullshit. When you hear my voice full of enthusiasm, that is all me right from my heart and soul for the love of music and anything I can do in return to help these artists to get their messages out, to get their music out, continue to reach their dreams. Well, I am all in and all there for them. So you get the point. Again, thank you. Thank you very, very much. Now, well, I'm sure you have read my title for this episode. And you know what today was. But before I get into that, for family and friends that really know me, I... (laughs) I could have a very bad potty mouth when it comes to stuff that drives me insane. And I try very hard here, at least in my podcast, or even talking to the artists and meeting them and meeting friends and family and guests and folks at venues. I try my best always to be professional. And here or there, a word might slip. Well, today, my friends, tighten up your seatbelt, kids, as this will be a bumpy ride and won't be pretty. So there you have it, my pre-disclaimer and notice about the crock of shame and my bite me title. Today, as you know, the crock of shame, and I hate that place, in Cleveland, announced the class of 2020 for their crock of shame, I guess, for their board. And they continue to kick the many great artists to the ground and slap the millions of rock fans all over the world. My opinion, 
my thoughts. Hear me out. The event of tease and award is one big pile of cow shit. The name is a joke. The committee is a joke. The process is a joke. My friends, it's all about one single thing. Money. Isn't that what most corporate America is about? And I guess maybe the world too anymore. And the fucking nerve they have to formulate this game plan of here are the nominees, the names of the nominees, and they probably use the artist names, these wonderful, incredible, amazing artists, without their consent and permission. They just decide who's going to be in, throw it out there and see what happens. You know, to get all of us to believe this is the top peak of the mountain for all these artists. I mean, a rock and roll hall of shame. Yeah, the crock of shame. To me, this is all a fucking money scam. Guys, I interview artists every week, and many of the veterans in the industry simply just don't give a fuck. They don't give a shit. They are so-called eligible 25 years after their first release. Really? Many could be dead. Who the fuck came up with that? Do you know what the artists truly get besides their name on some crappy-ass wall in the beautiful city of Cleveland? Absolutely nothing but more headaches. It means nothing. Do you think having the name as a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, example now, maybe it seems the Doobie Brothers, are going to gain more fans, going to gain more money, need this recognition for their resume? I mean, after all, the Doobie Brothers have been performing close to 50 years of existence and millions of records sold worldwide. Fuck no, they don't need this hall of shame. And any of the artists, for most part, I mean, look at poor Pat Benatar. When her name was thrown out there for this class, when this all started, Pat didn't seem to care at first, and mentioned even at one point she was considering not even performing. But she watched the fan vote climb, and what is she going to say? She certainly doesn't want to piss off her loyal fans who have supported her throughout all the years. So, of course, she's going to say, hey, thanks, guys. You know, it doesn't mean a lot just to know that the fans still are out there and care about me. What artist wouldn't say that? But do you think she needs to be in this crappy place in Cleveland? Honestly, she certainly doesn't. Nor did I really think she wants to be. It's not going to make a difference in her resume. No, not, nada, not going to happen. Doesn't make one bit of a difference. Let me tell you, let's go back to the class of 2016. And if you don't believe me, I encourage every single one of you to go to YouTube. Type in Steve Miller post-conference at the Rock Hall and listen to his speech at the post-conference after he got inducted. 
Each artist gets two tickets. That's it. You, your spouse, your friend, your companion, whoever. But what about your whole family, your kids, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your in-laws, your grandparents, whoever? Oh, no. The croc of shame will charge the artists, the winner they're recognizing, an additional $10,000 a ticket. Friends, I'm not lying. No joke. All facts. Please watch the clip. I would have loved to use his soundbite, but trust me, I do not want to get sued by those jerk-offs. Go and watch the clip. So, Pat, tell us about all the artists that have snubbed the Croc of Shame. Well, sure. Now, understand skipping the Croc of Shame induction isn't exactly really a new phenomenon for musicians, as it's really happened with consistency ever since the inaugural year in 86. What is really interesting are some of the reasons behind the snubs, which can, I guess, be sorted into like categories. The basic hatred for the institution, the band drama of what has happened years gone by with the bands and bandmates, some scheduling conflicts. I mean, come on. Hey, by the way, you're in, and you need to get here, and bring whoever, and if you want to bring others, bring more money. I'll give you some examples. Jerry Garcia, 1994, with The Grateful Dead, thought the crock hall was stupid and was opposed to its bigger message about music artistry. Perhaps the most infamous crock hall diss of all times are the surviving members of the Sex Pistols. They actually published a handwritten letter to condemn the institution and everything it stands for. Bravo, the Sex Pistols. Let me paraphrase some of it. Hall of Fame is a piss stain. Your museum, urine and wine, we're not coming. We're not your monkey, and so what? Fame at $25,000 if we pay for a table, or 15000 to squeak up in the galley, goes to a non-for-profit selling a load of old famous? Good for them. Trust me, there are many, many other stories of artists who said, fuck off, no interest, means nothing, not coming, who cares? And let's face it, my let's face it, my friends. The minute they made this into an HBO special, TV show, networks got involved. Again, this became a big money scam, a royal flush down the shitter, in my opinion. Well, guess what, Crock of Shame? As they say in the Griswolds, shitter's full, Clark. The shitter is full crock of shame. If you want to complain, I always tell my, when I was working, I always tell my employees that worked under me, if you want to complain, want to make a change, then provide some positive and effective solutions. Just don't come to me with bullshit because you just don't like decisions or what's going on. Well, to my friends at the Crock of Shame, Pat is here, the nice guy, the rock guy, and I'm going to provide you with some, for my last time, some positive, what I think are solutions. First, change the fucking name to Music Hall of Fame. You're taking in people.
people from all genres. You're doing it now. You've been doing it. I mean, come on. Just change it. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No. Now, don't no respect to a lot of these artists out there. R&B, soul, hip-hop, whatever. No disrespect. People are buying your music. They like you. They're going to your shows. Fuck it. More power to you. Go into Rhythm and Blues Hall of Fame. Go into Hip Hop Hall of Fame. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No. If this is for all genres, I love country. What the fuck? No Alabama? Are you shitting me? Alabama. The greatest rock, the greatest country group of all times. How many fucking records and shows do these guys need to do? Poor Jeff is ill. Randy battled cancer. Teddy getting up in his age. I mean, Alabama. And what about the blues? No fucking Johnny Winter? The blues, where rock and music was all created from. No. Not at the crock of shame. Not as of recent. Non-existent. So A. Change the name. B. Come on. Treat the artist with respect. How about you roll up your fucking sleeves and go back and induct all the former inductees, period. And all the bands that rocked our world in the 60s like Vanilla Fudge. Or in the 70s, like Johnny Winter. Or in the 80s, like Foreigner and Pat Benatar and Sticks and Judas Priest and Alabama and all of them. Drop the fucking fan vote if it means nothing in the final result. How embarrassing for the fans of Dave Matthews. Folks that spend day after day after day and tell, and, 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 and got up to one million votes. And guess what? He don't get in. How fucked up is this? Come on. Or, here's a solution for you assholes. Why don't we just make it a fan vote? You know, those people who spend their hard-earned money and purchase the albums and records, who attend the concerts year after year, who buy the t-shirts, the bumper stickers, the hats, the koozies, and all of it. Let the fans provide you a list of names. Of, and you know who gives a fuck if it's 20 or 30 or 40 or 50. You're behind the eight ball now. Put them all in. One shot deal. You be a fucking hero. Drop the fucking TV show. Nobody gives a fuck. The artists don't care. You think they want to perform their couple of hits for two seconds? So it's all get commercials and more money revenue. And those ridiculous prices for the winners. $10,000 an additional ticket for the winners. Let me just ask you one question. Where the fuck does all this money go to? Cleveland? The building? I don't need to see David Bowie jumpsuit in a building in Cleveland. I could go to a hard rock restaurant anywhere in the country, the world. And see the same, or maybe a different one, hanging up in a fucking restaurant. So where does the money go? Hmm. Makes you wonder. Makes you think. Remember, 
money the root of all evils. Is this not a scam? So there you have it. Crock of shame. Bite me. Stick it up your ass. Yeah. Now I feel so much better. Ah, what a great day on a Wednesday. On episode number 29. I hope you're laughing your ass off that I'm able to entertain you. I do really care and I try hard. And if I offended you in any way with my personal thoughts and opinions, well, I'll just make it easy. Suck it up, buttercup. Long live rock. As I always end, because I'm smiling, live, love, and laugh a lot, because life is way too short. See ya!